Hello and welcome to Beside the Point, a little something extra apart from our regular program. And we are here with uh, not only actor and fashionista Dinesh Hanbury, uh, but uh, special guest, uh, relationship columnist and psychotherapist Adam Siegel. Hello! You see the rest of us, yes. right? <laughs> yes, uh, but we here. are here with guests. special <laughs> guests. Um, Adam, I'm curious, um, how did you get into uh, this? What brought you into doing the kind of work where you're hearing people's problems all the, all time. the time? That's a good question. Well, I grew up as a really sensitive kid, and that didn't always feel like a good thing as a boy being really sensitive. So in some ways, I take pride because I feel like, oh, I've built a career out of being sensitive. But I, um, I was actually studying media studies and cultural studies, and I thought I was going to go on to become an academic. And I got a volunteer position working at the youth line. Do you guys know about that? Oh, it's yeah. the LGBTQ. Uh, it's a youth line where people can call up and ask uh, advice questions um, to other queer youth. And so I volunteered there and I thought, oh, this is the first thing I've ever done that I was like, I could probably do this all day and I would enjoy this. So, so then I kind of changed paths and I did a master's at U of T in, in counseling psychology. Nice. Now, in terms of uh, uh, relation, and you write a newspaper column for In yeah. Magazine, um, are most of the questions from a gay perspective? Do you get straight people writing into you? Do you find that there's a difference between the questions yeah. from gay people and straight it's, people? It's, it's really all been gay people. Men and women, I'd say mostly men. It feels like the readership of the magazine is, is more so men, but it's, it's I think is it, it's in magazine and it could be like Canada's gay and lesbian Mm -hmm. something but I, I I think the readership is more men. Well what about in your practice yes. I mean you have straight yeah I've got, people. got yeah. a whole wide range. Yeah. yeah so do you find that the the relationship issues are different between mm. you know the gay people relationships and the straight people relationships? I think a lot of them are really really similar I mean relationships just like stir up all of our insecurities and all of our childhood traumas and Vulnerabilities. It's it's a scary. It's a, it's very. It's a risk. To, it's an emotional risk to get in a relationship in general. Actually, it's it's funny. We all want to right. Most I shouldn't say all. Most people have this drive to be in a relationship or to meet someone. I'm not saying get married and settle down, but to be have a companion of some sort. And yet that brings up insecurities and fears. And so, why is it? Why that, do we do it? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Some people think that unconsciously we are trying to heal some of our wounds through new relationships, you know. So sometimes that's why we might get drawn to people that kind of echo one of our parents. When I was dating, there was a friend I had who was a therapist, and I would call her and she would say, oh, so did you go on a date with mom or dad last night? You know, because typically we might be drawn to people that kind of echo our parents, but with maybe an unconscious hope that this time we'll get it right or, you know, we'll, we'll find a way to communicate better with that person or heal in some way. Um, I, and there's also a lot of people who don't choose to be in a relationship, who don't feel like it's necessary for them. Um, and actually, we talked about this before doing the show, but I think something that I, I've, I really admire about the LGBTQ community is, is that there's a lot more frank discussion about open relationship, closed relationships, monogamy, non-monogamy, that in the straight world there can still be sort of this notion of like, I only have eyes for you yet there's a whole bunch of cheating going on and sort of this charade well, that... Well, it's funny because yeah. I know a number of uh, uh, couples who like one partner wants to be in an open relationship yes. but one doesn't or, or the, uh, uh, gay and straight. Those are people who shouldn't be together. 
It, no, you can't say I, that. No, I don't. Because that, that's a fundamental, like in my mind, that's a fundamental no. uh, separation of what the relationship is. And you're ultimately not going to be successful when one person wants to be with a bunch of people and one person does not want that to be the case. But is that a, is it, I mean, is that a relationship killer? I think you're probably right that for a lot of relationships, that's not going to work. But but interestingly, I've, I, you know, I've worked with people where they're in a relationship where one person is pursuing outside the relationship and the other person isn't. But and if they're, they're okay and, with that, that's exactly, fine. But I'm saying okay. if one person wants a close yeah, relationship right. for both of them that's a and the other person thing. doesn't, so that, yeah. that was yeah. how I read that's what like you were no saying. That's a no-go, yeah. Is yeah. that usually a physical thing or is it like... A romantic that, thing. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know if, if I see this the right way, but I guess you hear the term polyamory and the term, you know, open relationship or non-monogamy. And I think about polyamory as a situation where people are having multiple or more than one romantic mm -hmm. relationships, whereas uh, open relationship uh, might just more so imply, like, actually it might imply the whole range of, like, romance or sex. But I, I hear more of people who have open relationships where there's room for sex outside of the relationships in sort of designed ways of what that's going to look like and and fewer people who are in relationships where there's other kind of lasting relationships happening people do it quite beautifully but it's a lot of work i, I always tell people monogamy is a lot of work and open relationships are a lot of work it's just like what kind of work well, are you up for relationships are a lot of work yeah. so it goes back to the question yeah. of why why are we yeah. drawn to do it well, if it's so much work there's this really great line sorry just yeah. it always sort of resonates with me in uh tick tick boom that jonathan larson wrote uh where he says uh, why would we rather go through hell than sleep alone at night? And you know, and that's that's the thing. I found myself in relationships in the past that I probably knew were doomed yes. or whatever. But I'm like, well, I, I feel like the sort of <laughs> constant pain that I feel yeah. every day being with this person is still better than the like well, sadness of being alone or whatever. I right? think part of that and uh, is these romantic notions that are not necessarily realistic yeah I mean when you were first on the show it was right yeah. before Valentine's Day and we were talking about that stuff I feel like I don't I, I, are the trappings of romance sometimes appealing yeah and and that gets us it it's a good question I mean I think in terms of what you were saying it's probably best if our relationships don't feel more like work than like pleasure but we also should expect that they have work that if anything meaningful in our life should take a certain measure of work. I think where some couples get into trouble is where there's so much conflict all the time. And I remember reading somewhere this quote, and it's always stayed with me, and I wish I remember who said it, but it was something like, you know, we often mistake intensity for intimacy. So when you have couples that are constantly mm -hmm. fighting and they're like, but we're really passionate, that's not necessarily intimacy, that's intensity. And we can get hooked on intensity, whether that's conflict in a relationship, we can get hooked on intensity in terms of constantly seeking out a new person because that's intense. When you meet a new person, the lustiness of that is intense. Certainly being with someone longer term, it stops being intense, but it also becomes some other things like right. something pretty special in some other ways in terms of the depth of the relationship or how well you can get to know someone. But you don't want to mistake intensity and fighting for true intimacy. Yeah, um, beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not my quote, but <laughs> someone someone told me that, and I thought it was really useful. And and Matt said it's beautiful while looking right into Doug's eyes. Uh, what's going on there? <sighs> Nothing. I don't know. <laughs> They're the having problem. a bromosexual yeah. romance. Yeah. It's yeah. not bromo. It's not sexual. It's it's something. Doug has a girlfriend now, and oh. it just broke my heart. 
If it's any consolation, I think she'd rather be with you. <laughs> so, um, I mean, look anyways. at you. Well, Adam, maybe you can help them yeah, afterwards. But, it, <laughs> but if other people have questions for you, what's your yeah. website? It's Adam Siegel, A-D-A-M-S-E-G-A-L dot C-A. And uh, Dinesh, we didn't talk a lot with you today, oh. but if people have fashion questions... Uh, email me at dinesh.hamry at gmail.com. Cool. And uh, the, uh, actually, the last time both of you were on the show, we had, um, not to switch topics uh, amazingly, but we did talk about um, <laughs> eating insects. Oh, in this fact, again. In fact, it has a name. Uh, entomo, entom, entoma, entomophagy. I can't Entomo say the Ento Entomophagy? Entomophagy. You can probably Entomophagy. Get the um, it's, the, it's eating insects. And uh, there's been a lot of press about um, how insects are the new protein source no, of the future. No, and no. so um, there were some people who at the time, That's when enough. we first talked about this, said they would never eat them. But then they said they would. So we thought, well, what better way to eat an insect than on camera? So I still have some of the chocolate-covered insects here. So for those that want to chow down on those, but I'm more interested because Dinesh, <laughs> you had one of the one of the chocolate ones, but we also have the salt and vinegar um, crickets there. Can I ask how much those cost? Uh, it was, I think, six bucks. For the <gasps> oh, are you kidding? It was like a dollar a cricket. And it's 4.3 calories per cricket, just so, I don't know. It's for those care. <laughs> just for those who care. I also I don't, I also box. don't, I don't, uh, I think yeah, the box is kind of cute. I, I don't, uh, it says, uh, the, 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 it has 0.67 grams of protein, which is a lot of thing. protein. No, yeah. yeah, so don't. But for those, now, just telling so you, don't. I am not eating these. But for those who said they would, Gordon, Matt. I never said they would. I would. Yeah, you said yeah, you, you would. You said you would. Okay, you know what? I'll eat one just because. Stop. Oh, what? Oh my god, that's so gross. We'll have to talk about this in therapy. <laughs> ah, it has eyes, you guys. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Come on. Chug, 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 chug. Mmm. It's not bad. It looks weird, but it doesn't taste bad. It just it's very salty. Well, yeah, well, salt, and salt and vinegar. But make flavor. sure you like chew it well, just so you don't get so so you don't get a a, a leg stuck in your I teeth. I can't believe you did that. It's not. It looks. It looks fucked up. Like I don't swear ever on the show, but it's fucked up. But, <laughs> but it doesn't taste. It tastes just sugary. No, salty. Sorry. Oh my god. Ew. Take it away from me. <laughs> okay, I'm done. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, Matt, for I'm not eating one of those. I can't. Uh, thank you for joining I us, want to, like... and we'll see you next time on the point. Oh my god. <laughs>